Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. What's up, everybody? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're talking about how everything is just another step in the process. Before we do that, though, let's talk about the Casual Fridays land flipping blueprint. Guys, if you're thinking about getting into this niche, you've got to check this out. We've taken all the knowledge we've gained through the years of consulting and the hundreds of clients and put it into this course. It's in an easy to follow video format. It's got all the contracts, scripts, forms that we use in our daily business. And everyone that joins gets a free one-on-one training with either myself or Justin. So if you're interested in learning more, all you got to do is go to our website at casualfridaysrei.com. Click on the training tab, set up a strategy call, and we'll go over everything you need to know to get started. Happy Friday, sir. Happy Friday. Man, oh man, I had one of those calls today. It just turned my stomach. What's that? So we talk about the warehouse project as of late. We had running through that. The city surprised us, the soft cost. And then we get to, we got to make a decision because everything's got to be to the city council. And we had to back out of the, the contract. Because? Are you getting all into that? Yeah, I can go into that some. Um, you know, we, we were working with an engineering firm. Guy's wife gets COVID kid gets COVID, he gets COVID, and he shuts down his firm for five, six weeks. So he doesn't get the estimate over for how much all the studies are going to be in. And when we did, they were about $30,000 higher than what we had planned. But the problem with that is the time period we were left when we received the studies. So with it being election year, holiday, and we'd already increased the feasibility period, inspection period to get us into January, uh, city council meeting, everything had to be submitted by the 6th of November. He left us with about four days to get all the studies done. What's involved with a study? Does someone go out there and do something? Oh, you see the hose across the highway counting cars. The engineers have to go out there and study the drainage to make sure it's going to work. You have an engineer get out for topography. Surveyors get out to make sure that they can cut the lot level enough. Are they going to be on top of the different easements? The highway have too many people. Does it have too many connections, too many cars per day to actually keep the driveway that's there? We're going to have to connect it to a neighbor's driveway because there's only allowed so many connections in a certain distance. So a ton of moving wheels. Uh, we have a meeting with the city on a September 26th. We find out we're going to need more time, get the feasibility contract or the inspection period extended into January to make the deadline to get all the stuff submitted to him. And then he goes dark. He gets notified on the 28th of September. And then he goes dark for like five weeks, six weeks, then pops back up, says, yeah, here's the estimate for the cost of everything. What we thought would be about 30, 35,000 was 59 plus his cost of 10 or 12. That's a lot of money. Yeah. To not know if you can make the deal happen. Just yeah. to talk to somebody to ask them for permission. And what was that show we did? Why it's tough for the hard guy or small guy or something Why it's like tough for the little guy. Yeah. So it really got me thinking about, you know, the steps in the process that we do because that estimate should have been put in motion on the 28th. It's just a step. Like, it's like, okay, well, what the hell's the problem? You know, okay, we know that these things are going to have to be done. Let's get the estimates and get them here. And then to not answer phone calls or emails or anything for five or six weeks, it's like, well, we knew that was going to need to take place. Now, had we done that, we could have either audibled, made a reduction in price, tried to negotiate to make sure we were covering our backside a little bit. So, yeah. yeah. Like, he wasn't in the hospital sick. I'm not sure. I don't yeah. know. I, I had to 
use a third party to get a hold of his office to figure out what was going on. Even had his personal cell, left messages and text messages, and didn't even get that back. Yeah. That sounds like bad business. It is. It makes me curious of how he works with some people that I know that are uber successful in that field and how they, they did it. And, you know, I don't want to take anything away from the man's family. You know, his, fam- his wife could have been sick, his son. I, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt, but I do know a text message would have went a long way in that scenario. Mm-hmm. You know, for us, when today's show is talking about steps in the process, well, there's step one, step two, step three, step four, whatever it is. But if you're landing, land flipping blueprint, you're buying and selling property, there are different steps that have to happen, whether it's, you know, pack it ready for the city to document it. And if you know you can't do step three, so step three is going to keep you from doing every other step, then you got to do step three. You just have to do it or you blow up the whole deal. Mm-hmm. Which got done here. Yeah, which this one got done. But, you know, it ties back into what we do because I had a deal submission on a property. I don't know, a couple weeks back, three, four weeks back. And, you know, and I see this a lot. People don't check for access or they don't check the value or they don't check topography. And topography is usually one of those bigger things where for us, you know, you, you find a county, you price it, you pull the data, you send the mail, you get the property back. Now you do a quick due diligence check. Does it have access? Yes or no? It's not a maybe. It's a yes or no. If it's a maybe, you're either deciding, hey, do I buy for physical or legal access? You can go a little bit deeper, but typically it's yes or no. Is it wetland or is it flood zone? It's just a yes or no, right? Is it the side of a mountain or is it not? And, you know, a lot of people look at their parcel map and they go, oh, okay, cool. Then they click on, what is that map called? I just went blank on it. Topography map, like through like parcel fact or map right or whatever that is. And they go, oh, I can tell that's a hill or not. Well, uh, a lot of times I need it in 3D. Mm -hmm. I'm kicking it on Google Earth Pro sideways. It's a free tool. Kick it up sideways. I got parlay laid over it so I can see where my boundaries are. And I'm looking at it like, okay, is this too steep or is it not too steep? And I'm, I'm going to ask myself that question. What are my steps for that? How do I verify that and go through it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you skip any of those, that's when you get yourself in trouble, right? 100%. Yeah, or the drastic side of it, you don't want to deal with the hate, so you skip that part. Yep. So you don't answer any calls. and Yeah, and I've gotten no. in that mindset before where I'm like, so many calls are coming in, and I'm just like, I don't want to look at nothing anymore. <laughs> Fuck it, just clear the email. If they really want to sell, they'll email me. <laughs> Or they <laughs> who, really who hasn't to, gotten it, into that before? If they really want to sell, they'll call me back. And, you know, that's horrible. You just spent money to create that lead. Get your ass on there and look. <laughs> just go through it. Do the next step. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to beat that up and, like, beat it into the head or put it in the airwaves any more than that. Like, you know, if you want a stronger core, you're probably going to have to do core exercises. That's why we give everybody a checklist when we go through. 100%. Yeah. If you just, I mean, that makes it really easy. Just follow the steps, right? Yeah. It's hard to mess up that way. <laughs> yeah. You're right. I've, well, I've asked that to people. Like, I'm like, did you take our course? And they go, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I want you to get that checklist out. <laughs> I want you to go through that checklist real quick because that's all I'm doing right now. I'm going through your checklist to verify that you've done that before it got to me. Yeah. yeah it seems like such a simple concept, but you've missed one step and you can cost yourself a lot of money. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Just like you were saying, right? Don't look at, just assume that you can tell if it's flat or mountainous, right? Yeah. Or assume there's no gate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. So if it's not on a county road... Oh, yeah, you got to take this easement all the way back. Okay, cool. Is there a gate to the easement? Well, I don't know. Well, think we should know in case we send a buyer out there and they can't get to it because there's a gate. And they call and say, hey, there's a gate here. I don't know how many times, like, if you follow a two-track road a mile or two or three or ten miles back through. <laughs> like, you find a gate or a fence? You're going to find at least one. So you can answer this question because I think you'll remember, what is something I grab every time that me and you go look at properties? A big old set of bolt cutters. Oh yeah, I was like, I didn't. Well, you grab a you know toilet paper. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I grab a I grab a couple things. I grab uh, the maxi tracks and a little shovel, so we don't get stuck because we're in the middle of nowhere. I grab a big set of bolt cutters and I have some small little locks. So if I cut a chain, the link in the chain, I can replace it with my lock. 
far as I know, I'm going to it. I've got legal access, and I've, the landowner told me to go to it because he knows I'm going to look at it, or her, she knows I'm going to look at it. So I don't know who puts all these gates up anyway. Like, who cares enough? They, the people who put the gate up probably haven't been out there in X amount of years. A lot of times, like, for the areas that we've bought, and those gates are typically a oil and gas gate just to keep the riffraff out, yeah. or it's a rancher that has a ranch, and he's trying to keep his cows in. Yeah. It always ticks me. I'm always of like, let's just cut it down, screw it. They're blocking yeah. way, blocking my way. <laughs> yeah, I am. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I'm. I think the same way a lot of times. But I want to be respectful because they have it locked for a reason. There's some sense of security they're trying to keep. So yeah. And that's why I go to Harbor Freight. I get a four pack of locks, and they all use the same key. I've had them where I've cut those locks off and put my lock, just like cut a link, put my lock off, gone back out because I'll leave a key there in case a buyer shows up. Like I'll say, hey, it's under the rock to the right side. And the key's gone and my lock's gone. <laughs> and I used to spray paint them like pink. I'd be like, hey, this, look for the pink lock under the rock. There's a pink key. Put those together. It's funny what goes on way out there in the middle of nowhere. You uh-huh. know, it's like someone barbed wiring our gate closed. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Jumping the cows on it. I told that, what was that, a month ago maybe? Yeah. I told him, I'm going to go cut it up and put your cows on the road. <laughs> I got a trailer. I'm about to load up some beef. It's what's for dinner. <laughs> those aren't my cows, but you better not do that. There may be problems. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that's not just another step in arguing with the neighbors every time. But arguing, I mean, getting yelled at, getting hate, that is definitely a a process. I mean, that's definitely a step in it. Have you ever sent a mailer and never got one ounce of hate? No, I haven't. I mean, I just sent another mailer out. I'm like three days into it, and I'm like, fuck, these guys are mean. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think you're an idiot. No, I'm a really nice guy. I'm not trying to take advantage of any old people. But it's a step in the process to get these leads built. I have to send the mail, and then I've got to look at the shit that comes back, and then I've got to wade through that and decide. Yeah. That's how it is, people. If you want to get the job done, you got to do it and do it right. Yeah. Take every part, the good, the bad, ugly. Just follow the steps. Don't skip, because that's where you get in trouble. Maybe start your day and say, what would make today a great day? And getting yelled at would just make it such a great day. And then all of a sudden, it's going to turn things around. You're going to be good. I hope I get called an idiot today. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You know, I kind of started off, you know, I'm going to say this to you, Adam. I really wanted that warehouse bad. I don't like that the way that 17 phone calls need to happen to be it because it was the next step. We knew what it was. So it's a it's a bittersweet day for me. Last night it was tough typing that email. Then the agent who had been working with and they'd worked with me, you know, flawlessly through this process. Um, and having that phone call with her today, it's one of those things that as we go through our journey, I'm sure we're going to have several more victories and several more losses. And this one feels like a loss, but I didn't really lose any money. I mean, I lost a hundred dollars for an inspection period, and I think eight hundred and fifty on a survey. So I'm I'm out nine hundred and fifty bucks, and I got to learn a lot. It's only the last opportunity if you want it to be. You're right. You're right. So signing up for Uber to drive tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> do what you got to do. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. All right, guys, that's it. It's Friday. Hope you have a solid weekend. And as always, do us a favor. Go to Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Give us a like and a follow. And then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. Love you. See you Monday. See you guys.